Hi everyone and welcome to our new era podcast. If you would like to contact us, you can reach out to us through our website, which is www.neweraproperty.solutions.co.uk, or you can call us in the office on 01886 834800, or you can grab us at our Facebook page, which is the HMO Community Group. We are here with uh, David Granite, who is a professional full-time property investor. And David's come along today to share his really, really inspirational story. So, David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me on, Rick. No, no problem at all. So, David, you are a really inspirational guy. So, um, if I just do a very quick introduction, and then we'll go over to asking you some questions. Yeah. Uh, David is only 27 years old, 26, 26 years old, yeah. and very recently David has managed to leave his full-time job and replace his income through property. So David, that's an absolute, a massive achievement. So firstly, well done to you at such an early age. So how did it all start? I mean, what was your life like this time last year? Uh, so I was uh, working at the BMW plant in Oxford where they make the minis as an electrical engineer. Um, so I've, I've actually did my apprenticeship there and switched to contracting through my own limited company. Um, so I was just working in the production hall at the mini plant, uh, looking after all of the facilities that help test and build the mini vehicles. Um, okay, and yeah. what, um, what property did you have at, at that point? Um, so at that point in time, all I had was um, my own flat that I purchased uh, in 2013, and that was really the extent of my property experience so far, really. So what changed? What made you want to take a completely different career path? Um, it was mainly um, a guy I worked with when I used to work for Jaguar Land Rover as well. I used to contract up in Coventry. Um, a colleague of mine had quite a few single-let properties, and always been looking to find ways to kind of make a bit of more money and kind of escape the rat race. And it was kind of him showing me that it was possible to kind of have income without having to work. Um, and that that was kind of the way forward. And I could, yeah, just see how well he, he had done over the year building it up kind of slow and steady. And I just thought that was the best way forward for me. Okay, fantastic. So what is your strategy? What's your property strategy? Um, so I started off buying two single lets uh, just before the stamp duty increase last year. Um, and that was great. The two, two single let properties kind of did really well. However, the income wasn't that great. Um, so to accelerate this, the next few purchases along from that, um, I was buying HMOs, so houses of multiple occupancy. So just splitting the rooms up, splitting the house up into six bedrooms and renting them out individually um, to increase the income as opposed to a single let. Um, and then I also did lots of rent to rent, which is um, leasing property from existing landlord, leveraging their time and money to purchasing a property, kind of making the difference in money between what I'm paying the landlord and what I'm renting it out to, to the tenants. Okay, and can you give us a walkthrough um, of your first HMO deal? Can you give us a case study? Yep, sure. So the first um, HMO purchase was um, based in Oxfordshire. Um, and this was um, sourced via um, direct-to-vendor marketing. Um, and the, the landlady, she was in a bit of an awkward position. She was needing to sell her property very quickly because she was quite ill. Um, and I was able to purchase it quickly from her 
um, kind of work with her directly, not involving any estate agents, which was really helpful for her because she just didn't want the upset of viewings and dealing with too many people. Um, and then managed to purchase it off her for a really good price, below market value, and then add value, adding additional rooms into the HMO, um, adding on suites, which further increased the rental value, and then uh, refinanced, so added value to the property, and then refinanced to drag a lot of the money back out of the property. And what would you say that property brings you in profit per month? Um, so that one brings in £1,900 per month. And how much money did you have to put into that deal? Um, so initially, um, the cost of the refurb and a 25% deposit was 150000 And then I managed to get almost all the money back out of the deal upon refinancing and leave uh, £30,000 left in. Okay, I mean, a lot of people that will be listening to this and people that perhaps are of a similar age group may say, well, that's great, it's great for David, but I've got no money. So how can I get into property? How am I able to leave my full-time job if I'm starting with no cash in the bank? I think rent to rent is a brilliant strategy because you can start off with no money at all. So if you can find a landlord in a situation that they, they don't want to manage it anymore um, and there's no tenants in the property at the moment, so they're losing money, and you can take that property on and let it out for them, do all the legwork, um, kind of make the property look nice. Even just paint painting the property can make it look a lot better. Um, and then you can take that property from them um, and guarantee the rental for the property and then rent the property out um, and kind of make the money in, in the middle. A lot of people might come back and say to that, well, okay, why would a landlord want to rent his property to me when they can do it themselves or they can do it with an agent? So what would you answer um, that? So for example, this is the first rent to rent deal that I came across. Um, the landlady had rented the property herself. Um, this was based in Oxford and she had had no problems with it because she was managing it herself. And then she moved to London and she left the property. It was a five bedroomed house of multiple occupancy and she left it with an estate agent, a letting agent, and it had sat for four months empty. And every month she was paying a mortgage of 1,200 pounds a month. And she was really feeling the pain because every month she was obviously losing a lot of money. And I came along, um, sent her a letter explaining that I could take the house offer and remove this pain and in fact pay her more money than she's getting now she kind of bit my hand off and wanted to get the property let as soon as possible. That's, That's fantastic. And a lot of other people as well wouldn't you know, come across and say, well, credibility, how do you start? So you know, you're going into property and you're gonna go down the rent to rent strategy and you haven't got any yet. So when people say, well, you know, what are you, what's your company? How do you overcome that hurdle? Yeah, that was kind of a bit of a tricky one at the beginning. I mean, there are some things you can look at, um, such as rent guarantee. So there's companies that insure the property, um, obviously for a fee. Uh, so if the house was to become empty, they will pay the rent for you, which I didn't actually go down that route. The lady kind of, because we built up a good relationship and built trust, she was happy enough um, with the experience I had so far. So if you can kind of show that you're knowledgeable in property and build up that rapport with the vendor, then sometimes they won't ask it. And if they do, there is always that option of getting insurance to kind of validate your experience. Fantastic. And how would you keep yourself motivated? Um, so yeah, it's, it's always good to have a really good, a big reason why. So for me, it was looking after my family, looking after my mum. So it's just really important to have that reason why to, you know, keep you going through the tough times. Um, so for me, really, I'm kind of very self-motivated anyway. Um, but if you just have um, like goal boards, so on my mirror at home, I've got pictures of what I dream about, so nice cars, family, holidays, skiing. Um, and that kind of when you wake up every morning, 
you kind of see what you're doing it all for and it really really helps me okay so where are you going to go what's the end plan um so i think for the next uh, few years or so i'm just gonna because i've got quite a few rent to rent properties so i don't own the properties so potentially in five years time um, the landlords could take them back so i'm looking to replace those rent to rents with properties that i own um, so i'm now working with investors giving them a good return on their money um, to buy properties and work with investors to purchase properties um, and then eventually going to developments and kind of bigger things Okay, I'm not going to embarrass you by asking you your income, um, but it's fair to say that you replaced your income when you um, gave up your job. How long did it take you to get to the point where you were comfortable enough to say, you know what, I don't need this anymore? Um, so I think it's probably about um, 12 months in the end. Um, I kind of I got to the point where I'd matched my income, but I obviously wanted to make sure there was a buffer and kind of a, a period of time that I can maintain the income without kind of being at risk um, so it ended up being the amount I'm earning through property is probably three times my income but it was just obviously that having that time and confidence that it's actually the income's real and that it's obviously a big step to leave my job because that's all I'd ever known um, so it's just having that confidence that the money's there every month and it's consistent. Um. So if you could give one tip to budding new property investors um, young and old yeah, what would that yeah. be? So I think networking is brilliant. Just find someone that kind of has done what you want to do and kind of take them out for coffees, take them out for meals if needs be and just kind of network as much as you can. You never know where the conversation is going to lead you and just educate yourself as much as possible. Is there a danger with networking that it can become all you do? Yeah, that is, that is a good point. I mean, it's kind of you learn and then take action and it's just critical that you don't, as you say, buy everyone coffees and don't actually do anything so it's kind of get the knowledge and then implement it and kind of always make sure you're moving forward and not just procrastinating taking the easy route kind of networking with people That's and are you working point. on any deals right now um yes we've got uh, two more hmos that are going through conveyancing at the moment um, are they purchases yes purchases yep okay so what you're going to do in the next 12 months so the aim is to double the income that I've got through property at the moment. David, fantastic. Thanks very much for that. Really inspirational story. Um, wish you all the success for the future. I know you're going to continue to, to do well because of your mindset. Um, books. Everybody yeah. likes to read books. So what we like to do at the end of our podcast is just to share your the last book that you read. Yeah. Uh, so the last book I read was Essentialism. Um, and that's, for me, it was a really, really good read. It was it's pretty much just breaking everything down kind of cutting all the noise out of the world today, kind of, you know, like mobile phones, news, just there's so much media bombarding you and it's just kind of cutting it down to exactly what's essential in your life to enable you to move forward. Otherwise, you you get distracted. You know, if you, when you sit down, there's mobile phones pinging, people trying to contact you and it's just kind of cutting all that out and getting down to exactly what you need. Great, great book, Essentialism. Yeah. So folks, hope you found that inspirational. Um, you know, David is the living and breathing proof that doesn't matter what your age is, if you've got a goal um, and if you work hard enough and if you keep taking action, then you can change your life. So David, how can our listeners contact you if they want to reach out to you? Do you have an email address? Yep, I do indeed. It is david.granite, and that's spelled D-A-V-I-D dot G-R-A-N-A-T at dcgproperty.com so that's delta charlie golf property.com perfect and is there any other means that people can contact you yeah by all means um they can contact me on my mobile number which is 07879 555 fantastic david thank you so much for joining us today cool thank you very much rick